The views and opinions expressed on Lifeguards Off-Duty are those of its hosts and guests exclusively. They do not represent any entity, organization, or municipality. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Michael Kachmar. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sean. And this is Lifeguards Off-Duty with Dr. Michael Kachmar, the Jersey Shore number one lifeguard-themed video podcast. Watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming service you prefer. If you would like to contact us, send an email to drkatchmar at icloud.com. Follow us on Instagram at lg.association. All right, let's get started. Let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Michael Kachmar, and this is Lifeguards Off-Duty. Thank you very much for tuning in. Today's date is uh, March 14th, the year of our Lord, 2023. Tomorrow's my birthday, guys. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be 42. No shit. <laughs> no shit. So anyway, thank you for uh, watching us today. We have Tyler. Tyler, you want to say hello? I think it's a little too loud here. Hello, everybody. Good. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, it's a yeah. little... And, uh, you sound great, Cash. Now, now we have a new angle here, so let me see. Sean, you should be this. Hello. Sean likes the close-up. You know, Sean's, he's... Uh, I love the close-up. The, the, the uh, uh, model of here. And then we have our... <laughs> and then uh, we have the, the whole crew here. So here's, we have a new table. We have a new studio, a, 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 re, a redo of the studio. All right? So I hope everybody likes it. We made it a little bit uh, nicer and uh, plusher. And Still might be making some edits, right? Yeah, we'll get there. You know, this is the next... This is the second... Uh, yeah, this uh, is V2.0. Yeah. Right. The next we'll have is, um, you know, who knows what we're going to do. Maybe a different room or do maybe we a fire. We could have a fireplace. We'll be know. talking from a lifeguard stand, all three of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to go with, like, the uh, captain's quarters vibe. That's my yeah, idea. Yeah, Well, like we, the inside of a I, ship. We're lucky. Dead man's chest in the middle. Right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're lucky. We have very, very, you know, our, our video quality is good and our uh uh, you know, we stream out. Everything's really in our video, so we've been pretty good. We're pretty lucky, and we're lucky to have people listening. Have no, to us, guys, thanks for uh, we, we have tuning in every week. Right, we have no idea. You know, when we started this, you know, I mean, I didn't really have that much background in, in, in this kind of stuff. So anyway, so what uh, you want to start it off? Uh, and yes. so it's just well, at least you don't have the thing on the bottom. How come we don't have? Oh, our, you're you're right. We don't right. have. So our, listen, uh, uh, can you just throw out some stuff if people want to get us? Listen, we're on YouTube. Please subscribe. And hit the like button. We're on. Turn uh, on notifications. We're on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, check out Jersey Shore Foot and Leg Center dot com. We're on Rumble, tumbling and rumbling. Look at Cash on the video right there. Yeah. Uh, so grab a hold. This what's happening? Uh, it, it's uh, it's gone. We'll get to it. All right. Got lost v, in the update. V two point zero. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, yeah, we got a, uh, our ecam. We just changed uh, a lot of things around. So anyway, today I'm going to hand this off to uh, Tyler. Tyler, you're going to start. Uh, give us what we're talking about today. Uh, yeah, we're going to start off with a little bit of lifeguard news today. Uh, there was a lifeguard in California, Long Beach specifically. That there's a cool little video of him saving a dog. That's that's pretty much the story. But um, it's cool. It's cool. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, honestly, the, the way he was paddling was really slow. But, uh, yeah, it was in Long Beach. The dog swam out around Soft 6 p.m. on Saturday. Hold on. 
someone talk while I was talking? Yeah, so what happened now? So Sorry. I'm looking here. So this was lifeguard, lifeguard saves puppy. Uh, California lifeguard. Yeah, so a California lifeguard in Long Beach uh, paddled out to save this cute little white dog. We what see was here. it doing out there? How far out was it? And what was he doing? It looks like it's cold out there. The video doesn't really give a lot of context. <laughs> nor I mean, I don't nor stand, do the articles. First of, all, first of all, I don't say anything. This kind of, this looks like setup to me. I don't know. You what, think? I mean, well, the water's so calm. And we're, I don't understand what he's doing. Well, and that's another thing, too. They take out the board. He's got a, he's got, he took out his board with a can. That's pretty interesting, you know? Catchmore's got questions. Well, I, you know, no, I just, uh, it's not a bad way to go to do that. Uh, but there's no, there's no background story so, to it? Yeah, couldn't find the guy's name. Water was 54 degrees. Woo! Oh, apparently, though, uh, here's the, so a couple interesting parts. Get, get Water was cold as shit. Yeah. And then also, um, the dog, the, the, the he, owners were nowhere to be found, so it's kind of a sad story. The dog is now hmm. with... Animal Show the video again. Show the video. Do you again. think that was a uh, like a, a fire department baby or a, a fire baby? What do they call them? Oh, like how they like a dumpster, like a dumpster baby, baby? Yeah. like that song on Family Guy. Why, why don't you put the video back on? We can't just do that. Try and catch. Oh. oh, it's just spinning. It's just spinning. Your internet's whack. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, so wind. there's a lot of lot of point zero. Yeah, there's a lot of electricity down. Our. Uh, yeah, our little friend, the, the little fluffy white dog, is still homeless. So maybe it was trying to escape abusive owners. Um, Sean, do you have any theories about... Abusive owners were trying to get rid of it. Abusive owners were trying... Yeah, it's a dumpster baby, so oh, there you go they again. threw it in the water, dog. Yeah, you guys, you guys, how can anybody do that? Check this, check this out again. It, they said, like, witnesses said that they saw it running into the water. Mm. Then they called the lifeguards. The lifeguards responded. You're right, though. There are, like... There's a couple questions I have now. Like, look at this camera angle. I know so it's they, not. They, it's they like no, this, this right is probably on next a, to him. Yeah, huh? this is this is something set up to me. It doesn't look, first of all, this guy is horrible at, at paddleboard. <laughs> I don't even think this That's is a the real life guy. No, I mean it's just saying. First of all, usually you take a paddleboard out. You don't take a a, a, a a can. Okay, that's number one. Number two is this guy is he's horrible. You know, I don't know what. I mean, I guess I don't know. And Why not take a wait, can I, though? Uh, yeah, you can, but most people don't. You, you don't need board. it. You don't need it. It gets in the way. Well, they have the long strap. We don't ever do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I guess he's got to hold the dog and, and paddle at the same time. Anyway, well, that's interesting. That's nice. You know what it is? We have, so can you get, yeah, we have on the beach a uh, dog day, right? We have dog day on our beach. And, uh, and, and so they have a whole section of beach that they, they cart, cart off. You guys all work those days. And my mm -hmm. question is. You know, if people let the dogs in the water, do we have to make a dog rescue if they get in trouble? If the owner and the dog gets caught in a run, because a lot of times they were near a run. And I, I asked the captain, I said, you know, what what are we going to do, you know? Do we have to make a dog rescue? Now we have a proper example of every, necessary technique. <laughs> every dog day, everyone's thinking about the uh, the dog rescue. That's yeah. the, the lifeguards, we all want it. What yeah, happened? That's, yeah, that's a probably, cool, what happened probably with our, a cool notch in your belt. What happened with our uh, video? Oh, no. I don't know what happened with our video. V2.0. Seems to be the running. Yeah, hang on, guys. Oh, I hit. I hit not, only are we, not only are we a video <laughs> podcast. No, we're good. Was Sorry that about that. No, we had a technical difficulty. <laughs> what, what did you, you know, do? I, you know what it is? Um, I'm, getting new, I'm getting used to this. I got to get this thing out of the way here. What version so, are we at, Sean? Now we're good. V2.0. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, what's the next story? So, you had the dog. Which that's just interesting. So, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that we've had this situation on our beach. It sounds funny, but I'm very sure a lot of beaches... Now we're doing it. You have this uh, dog day, and people bring down their dogs. They're all different kinds, and they go in the water with them. And, you know, sometimes the water's rough, and we tell people be careful. 
But I don't know. I never rescued a dog. I mean, I, I guess it's not going to be that tough, but you got to go out and get the person. And then, you know, I guess we got to grab the dog. How, how are you going to get it? Say if it's a, a, a 50, 60 pound Labrador, usually they wouldn't get in trouble. They should be fine, right? It's these little fluff dogs that might start yeah. drowning. I'd say a 50, 60 pound Labrador is much more difficult to rescue than you shouldn't have to a though. human they, double the size right right but i don't think you'd have to unless the dog was sick they rescue you well, dogs not, could swim like unbelievable i had I a dog. It depends I on the dog i don't imagine even that even the most adept water dog could swim in heavy surf oh like i have no no so i have my my lab heavy uh, surf yes i had him on the beach i used to take him down in september he would actually he would actually time it for the waves and then bang into him and coming back in he would look behind him so he didn't get friggin' deuced. I saw him times where he flipped around, his feet were all four paws were going like this. Uh, he loved it. He was like, he'd attack it. Did you uh, teach him how to dolphin? I dive? didn't let him go in like a northeaster, but I can tell you, those dogs are pretty tough. And it's very un unlikely a dog's gonna drown. Yeah, they have so much fight in them. They, they wanna live. Yeah, and I think, a, 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 but those fluffy little dogs. You know, first of all, the water is 52 What is a degrees. fluffy little dog? That, that, that white one. Yeah, that that's a, like, that's a, like a Pomeranian, like a, probably. Yeah. Those things, it's 50, you know, they're, they're not really made to be in the water. So yeah, I, my I don't, mom I don't, has a... Uh, I don't think they can handle it, you know? She has a Yorkie Chihuahua. That thing would, that thing is just shark bait. A Chorky? A Chorky, yeah. Or uh, a Yorkie Yawawa. A Yorkie Yawa. <laughs> yeah, those things. A Yorkie Yawa. A Yorkie Yawa. So, all right. Well, that's a good story. I like that one. And guys, we thought we thought you would catch yeah. a little slice of life. What, yeah, wait, wait, yeah. what was what that about, dog's? What was your dog's name? Uh, well, I had a couple. But that was Bear. Bear. Yeah, and uh, uh, he really loved water. He was a, he was a great Labrador. I mean, he would see. We used to, back in the day when we we used to put out the buoys for the we had a pier king of the pier swim. So in the beginning of the summer, we used to put the buoys out actually, and they were well, you know, they, what we do is we take one cinder block and put a, one of those small. Uh, maybe one foot wide, long uh, plastic buoys and float it with a rope. And they'd stay out there, you know, we'd put them in, I don't know, maybe uh, the end of July, August. So they'd be out there a long time. And then we would go snap the big balls on there, you know, the big the big red ones, and they would um, uh, be, be taken down. So you always had something out there. So at the end of the summer, in September, I used to bring my truck on the beach and I had the dog with me. And this, and I used to swim out. So what you do is you swim out to one of those buoys. We didn't have any other buoys. There were our swim buoys. So I'd swim out and back, and he'd come with me. Well, I don't know where he got in his mind, but he, he, I would have him on the beach, and he'd start swimming out to that buoy by himself, <laughs> chew the damn thing, the to, and bring it in. I'm not kidding. I'm not messing, you know. And he used to go from one to the other, and uh, it was pretty wild. But he, he, I'd have to keep him out of big surf. So, yeah, it's a nice story. Dogs I are pretty a, neat. I want a water dog so bad. I can't think of one besides a lab off the top of my head. Uh, I can't golden retrievers. Golden like, retrievers. There's a lot. The bay there's retrievers. Lot. They're pretty cool. It's like a brown, yeah. like more wiry. Yeah. The, 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 the bird dogs. You know, they they, they retrieve the birds. Actually, m this dog we used him for hunting too. He would go out and you get the pheasants would go up and he'd go after them and bring them back after you shoot them. We had another dog uh, up in the city when I was a kid. My uncles were all hunters and my dad and. Uh, the dog would go, you know, you'd hold him, and then he would go and, and return, and if you shoot the defense, he'd bring it back. It's a pretty beautiful thing to see, you know. I mean, it's, it's innate in them, some of them. Yeah, that's what they're they're trained for. So what what's what's our next what's our next? We uh, didn't we didn't prep for this, but uh, there's a new ocean forming, so potentially more beach to guard. Did you hear about this? I heard about this. I'm, I'm trying. Well, I'm where where do you where do you have this? I don't see that. We don't. Right. I just we're said going, that. Oh, we're going oh, yeah. oh script. This oh, one. okay. I'm like <laughs> I said that here. before. I oh. pretense. Was it? Where is? Where yeah. is it? Tyler, do you know? I can't think off the top uh, of my yeah, head. Yeah. So there's like, the, 
It's all actually, across this, Africa. This actually leads into something else I wanted. We we were talking about talking to you about today, but the whole like straight down the middle of Africa is a fault line or something or like a yeah a place where the continents meet. That's like slowly splitting apart. Have you seen the pictures, Cashmore? And no, it's, it's, that's like it's, California. It's a, it's a giant, lot. Of, I mean, that's but it happens all the time. It's a giant right. crack in the earth, like. Right, right, like right. several meters right, wide, right, right, that right. eventually in a yeah. million years is going to turn right. into a new ocean. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I you know, you, you're catching me like off guard here, but yeah, you got the tectonic plates. They were either, sub, you know, going away from each other. So I guess it's subtraction, and then there's one sublimation where they're going diving under each other, so they're going together, and that's what causes you know earthquakes and volcanoes and all of that. So yeah, go ahead. What were we gonna say, Sean? Well, just the plate that happened, like. It looks like it's 50 or hundreds of miles across Africa. It was just this massive slip that just happened. Oh, okay. Okay, mm-hmm. it just happened. Yeah. No, I, I haven't seen, um, I, haven't, I haven't heard that, but, you know. Also, I don't have, any, like, literally any confirmation about this except for one post I saw from our friend at Golden State Lifeguards. He was talking about, like, the San Andreas Fault beginning to slip. Like, Well, that thing is, like, that's an accident like, waiting to happen. Imminent. Like listen, super over. They've been talking about that for years. You know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But it will happen eventually. And you know, I don't know how bad. I mean, the real places that really get bad are Japan. You know, they got really. There's a lot of big populations on the faults. That's like the uh, the edges of the Ring of Fire, right? Uh Yeah, I think they all press (laughs) against each other. That's why, uh, like, because it's happening in Japan now, or it's been. That's why they're so afraid of the California one slipping. I was down in Tortola, which is British Virgin Islands, which is about 90 miles The amount of east. times that we, we've heard no, the... No, 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 but let me tell you, though. But no, I'm telling you, I was there, and they had a oh, big how, earthquake. Wait, how, how far, far it is from things okay, are, well, yeah. not Well, people who are listening to us don't know that. They're like, <laughs> they where's Tortola? Any, any first-time <laughs> listeners no. that don't know what Tortola no, is, I tell you, I got, close attention. I got plenty of people that never heard of Tortola, not even know where it is. So it's 90 miles east I never east heard of, of it until I met you. It's east of, right, it's, it's east been, of... It's been 10 years, I right. <laughs> So it's about, eight, it's about 90 miles east of uh, Puerto Rico. But why I was there when they had a really bad uh, torn, um, earthquake in Haiti. And they just had another one, and they had... It's really bad. I mean, and so Haiti is an active volcanic area. That's why a lot of people go to... Um, Dominican Republic, which is attached to Haiti, you know. I mean, that's an active area. So you could be in one of those hotels and, and you know, theoretically have an earthquake and get killed. Sean, they just had a big one in Turkey. Uh, no, the one time there was one in New Jersey, I was actually in Pennsylvania on a, on a lake. And you were Young. in middle school, yeah. right? At, like, the latest. Yeah, I remember that. I was going to see if you were around for that. Did you, do you it remember was, that? It was strange. Like, I had... it. it it wasn't serious enough where, like, anything rocked, but it was just this weird, you fell off balance but couldn't pin down what was happening. Mm. It was very strange. Yeah, I, I was, uh, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I know they had one, I forget where I was at, and the, the ground shook. It was pretty weird, you know. I didn't know it at the time. I just knew, so I didn't know what it was, but I don't remember part, where part of the world I was at, you know. But uh, but there's a there's a place called Maserat I've been to. It's in the Caribbean. And the the the, the uh, it's an active uh, volcano, but it's not it's not it's not um uh, what do you call it uh, lava. It's like uh, just a lot of smoke and that that dust of uh, ash. It doesn't it like it kind of blows my mind how we all just walk around every day and will fully ignore the fact that 
any one on of a these giant a ball million of, number of things can go wrong at any second right. and just so so think about like it like level a city. So think about it. you know we have this layer lay, layer of crust right layer of crust. I don't yeah. know how high you know deep it is, uh, like several miles yeah. maybe. Then so then what you got above you, you have this little ribbon of uh, air you know and after that it's just oblivion and below it below that little crest of you know of land or whatever you know dirt you have molten lava yeah <laughs> that'll burn you like you know so we're it, so it's talk so about a hot easy to convince yourself that as an individual you're so important right, right, but you're right, so, right. it's like right. this is why i love right. the ocean so much because you sit there and stare at it during a big northeast day and you're just reminded how small and powerless you are. You know, you make a good point because when I'm sailing, especially at night, and you're out there and you're, you know, a couple hundred miles from land and you're you're just, you know, it's dark. And some nights are really calm and, uh, you know, the moon's out. It's, 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 it's really an, an, a great place to be because there's nobody, there's nobody around you. There's nothing around you. You, know, you might be in a thousand foot of water. You know, you think about it. You know, I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm not, you know, it's And that all deep. that's separating you from it is... This thin layer of plastic, metal or yeah, wood fiberglass, or plastic yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah, I don't get necessarily scattered and all that, but it's just that it's it's really beautiful. It's it's it it does give you that. Uh, it's a good release sense. of just nothing like that. It's there's more to it than you. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, the yeah, way yeah. I've always yeah. chosen to see that. When I get caught up in forget the earth, just the size of the universe, and you're just like it's easy to freak out and like almost lose faith in things because of how small you are. But for me, like you said, it's freeing because you can just be like, oh, I I don't matter to the point where I can just do whatever I want with my life and yeah. just well, seek out being happy because right. at the end of the day, whether I'm happy or sad. You're the only one that's going to remember it. I'm the only one that's going to remember it. It doesn't make a difference to anybody but me. So yeah, yeah, well, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you one perspective that you're talking about that really is interesting. Most people not didn't expect most, things to get this heady. Today. No, no, but but here's the thing, though. You make a good point, though, because a lot of people, not to say most, but a lot of people, especially in our area here, they get up in the morning, they shower, they get dressed, so they're in a house. They don't know which way the wind's going. They maybe know it's raining or snowing. They get in a the car, they drive in this capsule. They go to their place of business. They work all day. They come home. I mean, there's a lot of people who are never outside. They don't know if it's summer or winter, and they could care less, you know. And and there's you could get away from that. And I've been in in, in the Caribbean where you know I'm on a boat uh, or in the wilderness for for you know days and days and weeks and weeks. You get disconnected. It's 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 really when you get to a place where you know which way the wind's blowing every day. The weather impacts you. You know you're dealing with nature. That's a very good place to be. A lot of people are not there. I think it fulfills you and it makes you feel a lot better. Cash That's why I think we like the ocean so much. You know, being at because we you're living in, in an environment. You could jump in the ocean. We ride waves. You ride the you know the boat and all of that. That's you're dealing you're dealing with Mother Nature. Cash, have you heard of the term called grounding? Yes. What is what, do you, what is that to you? Uh, uh, well, grounding. Well, you know, the general term is that you're 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 grounded. You're you're you're, you're uh, planted in a spot. You have a foundation. So in all that's the, what I would say. All the wacky stuff people do now to try and feel better or live a healthier lifestyle, people now are taking off their shoes and just stand, just try to stand in nature to ground themselves. Yeah. They're, they're, you, ever, you ever think about grounding? No, I don't. Grounding yourself? I, I don't. I don't need to do that. I'm grounded already. I, I'll I, tell you, you know, what. You say, you know, the, the the saying for lifeguards is once you get the sand between your toes, you you can't get off the beach. You're pretty grounded. I think there's something to that 
yeah. in conjunction with yeah. what Sean yeah. is yeah. saying. Have you ever walked across a, a, a just a yard, like a grass, a perfect yeah, grass yeah, yard yeah, barefoot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most amazing Feels feeling real good. ever. Yeah, I like walking. It's refreshing. You know. It makes you right, right, it right, makes right. you feel good. It yeah. makes you feel happy. Like so, I mean, you know, I I I have you know, I, I like I'll be on a fifty ton boat, you know, no engines and just sailing by the wind. You know, you ride a surfboat, you know, you, you, you swim in the ocean, you know, you swim out to the buoy, you're in this ocean, you're in this environment. I remember last summer I swam out, I had to stop, there was a school of bunker, you know, it looked like a wall. I mean, you know, dealing with the t- dolphins, you know, it got, human, nature is so beautiful. I mean, I go out in the woods, you know, we went up to Bar Harbor, you know, uh, Maine, I've been, you know, we, when you go see these things, I tell you where it really is an amazing place is out west, you know, uh, uh, Grand Canyon, uh, Las Vegas, Washington. Uh, you know the, the the views where you know you got fifty to one hundred mile views, the sky and everything. It's just the Tetons, you know, uh, uh, Yellowstone. I mean, that, that's spiritual. I mean, I you know I'm I'm a, I'm a Christian, but you want to talk about spiritual, uh, whatever that you you guys think about that. You go out there and you know you be you're all of a sudden you've come very very small, but also you appreciate the vastness. I remember my buddy when I first went out there. It was actually, was my brother in law. We drove out at night, and we were in Las Vegas. We went out of Las Vegas, and there's this huge, uh, I don't know what you would call it, uh, plain or, you know, valley, and the sky was just crystal clear, and it was some people camping out, and the sky was, like, amazing. You could see the Milky Way. <laughs> I mean, t- that, to me, is grounding. That To me, that gives you perspective. When you say spiritual from the perspective of a Christian, you beyond look at the that, star, beyond you that. look at yeah, the stars, yeah, 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 you... Yeah. You're feeling the earth. Are you seeing, like, are you seeing God in the stars? I don't want to say that. I, I think I, I see. Yeah, I mean, I, what I what I feel is that there's there's something bigger. You know, where we belong. There's this whole you know universe. There's this whole thing, and it it just I feel better. Like for me, I could tell you right now, I could tell you, not even a heart. I'm very happy if I'm out in the middle of the ocean in a boat sailing. Mm-hmm. To me, that's like the most amazing thing. I mean, I love being in the water. And, you know, why? I mean, I don't know, you know, just, but yeah, it's, it, it, when I say spiritual, it's a, it's a, it, I can't describe it as, it, it's just a, a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you feel comfortable and, uh, uh, you know, I think it's the beauty. I feel bad for these kids, you know, people who are doing drugs, you know, they turn out to be killing people, you know, just a nasty, nasty life. I, I think, and, you know, some of the thing would be is to take these people and put them in, 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 the, in the in environment. That's why a lot of these, you know, state parks were made. I mean, federal parks back in the day, because a lot of people thought you take people who are in the city or don't know nature and you change them, you know, and that's one of the reasons why they, they made a big push for all these, these, these parks, and it does. You go to Yellowstone Park or you go camping, you know, go to the Tetons and see them, and you fly in, you see these mountains, and they're relatively new, and they're, you know, the snow, I mean, it's just absolutely inspiring, you know, it, it definitely puts you in a different place, you know, so, or go horseback riding, all that stuff. So anyway... So what what do you want to go what do you want to talk about next? I see you have something here that's pretty neat. Uh, Katie Ledecky just broke, I believe it was her own record, but she just rebroke the sixteen fifty women's swimming record. Wow! What was her time? Did it did it say there? Uh, it for sure says somewhere. Uh, she beat it in fifteen minutes and one second. Wow. How, say that again. How long? Fifteen what? minutes and, a, and one second. Uh, Katie Ledecky swam the 1650. And what was the national? What was the record? Did it say? No, it, it was hers. I. Oh, okay. I'm assuming it was probably off by a couple of seconds if if it was her own record. Uh, 
surprisingly, this video is the only one we could find in 2023, and it's this, it's probably a video her coach took in this trials that she's at. So this is her in this lane right here. So I used to swim. I used to it. swim a, a, a 500. 15, uh, uh, you know, a, a 1500 is brutal. Yeah, I was just... That's a meters, and that's a, like, I did I did a 500 yard, you know, we didn't do meters, so, mm-hmm. and that's 20 laps in a pool. Uh, this is, this is, you know, amazing. I just swim a 1650 just to, for exercise, not top speed, 25 minutes, so I can't even imagine how fast that's, she's moving. And that's about a mile, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's about a swimmer's mile. I don't think it actually is, I think. Yeah. So it's like a south end mile on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they got like in the uh, lifeguard regionals and, and nationals, you got a 15, 1500 uh, paddle board. 1500's a nice, you know. They actually just changed the the backstreak, backstroke re- regulations for swimming too. So, oh, really? Interesting. So you can, you could always swim underwater 15 meters from kickoff. Now at the turns, you can swim another five meters. So a 50 meter race, you can spend half of it underwater now. So people are kind yeah. of upset about this, not upset about this. Think it's cool. You move faster underwater, so if times you w- are going to start going down. If you watch the uh, freestyle, I mean, you know, ba- everybody backstroke, even best. I mean, they they're underneath the water like more than they're on top. Yeah, they want to be. That's just that's just the way you know the sport. You don't have going. to br- you don't have to break the surface tension. Actually, you know, you're talking about this. They just somebody just introduced uh, a bill. I don't want to get too controversial here, but you know, with with guys swimming, you know, well. Are you talking yeah. about Leah Thomas? Yeah, men. So the big thing is that men shouldn't be swimming with women, but they do, they describe that person as a woman, so they don't see a problem. But um, well, she describes her as a person, as a woman. Yeah, she's yeah, definitely yeah. a person. Yeah, definitely a person, no doubt about it. But you know, that's that's another issue with swimming, Let's and uh, it's becoming a real issue. Okay, what we so while say? we're while we're still got this video pulled up, look at these splits because that really tells the story. So if you look at here, she finished at fifteen oh one. The all these. Numbers 1506, 1506, 1506. This is them kicking off for their last lap. And she's she's gaining four seconds every lap on these girls. Right, but that was one was a team, right? So is that a bunch of people? What does that mean, no. team? Oh no. I don't know. That, what that what, but, her, she, error but her but her but it's fourteen so so that one that's better scored here. So her her final lap was twenty six seconds, twenty six point two two seconds. The next closest lap is 30.02 seconds. Oh, these are probably, this is probably time that's lapsed, so she's done. Okay, I see what that is. Yeah. That's not the final. So her last lap is going to be a little bit right, faster, right, but right. that's I almost that, right. four whole seconds yeah. in one lap. She's flying, man. Yeah. They yeah. That's really impressive. They credit it to the, her, her two-beat swim stroke, which is her swimming her left and right leg in unison. Yeah. Left and right leg in unison of each other and the right and arm left leg. Which I don't think is her thing that she came up with. I think it's the Stanford, uh, like just team. Is that who she swims she for? She swam for uh, Stanford. I don't think she's that old anymore. I think she's a professional. Right. Stanford just had a, a, a big thing. They had Charlie Kirk going to go there and lecture, and they had you know they just they oh my god. We just is had that Arnold the guy from Star Trek. No, uh, he's a uh, he's a uh, uh, no, you know he is. He's a conservative. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that wow, guy is. Look, honestly, uh, you don't know who's Charlie so Kirk. Yeah, is? this yeah. is uh, whoa. This is her two beat. Yeah. So, say, so the Look way you explained it, Sean, is she's kind of, I guess, kicking with her arms. You can see her. It looks almost like she's lunging. That's how they look. Yeah. yeah that's how when you and do like she's as she's like. Let's look at the person next to her. They're not doing the same thing. As she's hitting the water with her right arm, she's doing a big kick with her left leg. It looks like. 
Yeah. They, they train now. I, I, I mean, I swam in college. And Jackie, who is the uh, captain of Lavalette, he trains these kids. You know, and they, they, what they do now, I mean, they have such technique. It's all, we never lifted weights. Now they lift weights. They, they do all kinds of uh, yeah, training were, drills. Um, I mean, it's a whole different world now. There was, a, guy, there was a former Paralympic gold medalist uh, doing a swim clinic at the Y that I was just observed. Like, I was lifeguarding, but obviously I was listening to his coaching. And yeah, the the very 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 smallest details are taken into account, and he was really stressing to these kids that they're not gonna make it to the next level by just swimming all day. They need to get right. in the gym and right. do what they call dry land, right? Yeah, strength right. training. Right. right. I th- I think Phelps right. could like squat like three fifteen for twenty reps. Like these are super athletes. Right. They did uh, actually. They they did a lot of stuff. They. There's a really good book in this. They studied. They took Mark Phelps, I think, and Michael, Phelps. Michael Phelps. Excuse me. And the other guy, who was the guy who won? Ryan Lochte. No, no, way back in the day. Oh, the guy with the mustache. Yeah, and I don't, I don't uh, know his name. Mark Spitz is it? Yeah, Mark, yeah I think so. Yeah. And Spitz. and what they did is they did muscle biopsies. They did all kinds of stuff. They looked at their different training. It was really an interesting. Uh, it was a documentary. Uh, maybe it wasn't a book. I don't remember, but. You know, they, they have different twitch muscles as uh, as, a part, as opposed to the uh, general population. It's an interesting it's an interesting thing. It, but I, I know Jackie. They talk about how they you know when we when we trained you know we had a certain way you put your arm in and how you pulled and how far you pulled and all that. And I mean, it, it's swimming is a high level technique. I mean, it's a very uh, oh yeah ho- yeah. And those and, and those people are really good. Getting back to the one thing I just mentioned about this thing with um, you know. Uh, uh, you know, people, I, I listen, they're men, you know, swimming with against girls. And I, I make a point because, you know, I throw it out there. They were just talking about it today. I forget. I don't know if it's West Virginia. Somebody would just pass the bill. But you know what? I have no problems with anybody having, you know, you, I, we will all believe in, you know, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness or pursuit of property. But when whatever, if, but whatever you do, your liberty means, you know, you want to do what you want to do and you should be able to do what you want to do. But not if it hurts other people. And that's the problem. You know, it's, if you, it's just sports. But you're hurting, yeah. But a girl, no, it's not just a girl looking she for physically hurting them. Is she yeah, because she's taking she, their she's taking their scholarships away, it's taking their their glory away, you know, and because they work hard at that and their scholarships and maybe a position on a team, going to the Olympics. Why is money, she taking it away? Because he he is it's a he. He's better <laughs> because it, right, 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 right. He ain't, she ain't taking nothing away. It's we, a him. We and you know, the thing is, <laughs> you the thing did, is, you did, you did no, say no, she. no. Listen, you guys drank the Kool Aid. A guy is a guy. No Listen. matter they cut the dingling. But my point is, it's not fair. Because there's no, there's a man is going to be always stronger than a woman. I mean, I, but go look at a basketball she's team. She's on estrogen. It doesn't matter. She's still not going to make it. There. It's still going to no, be different. Her there's, muscle there's, mass is reduced by no, it's yeah, not no. nearly a hundred percent. I won't defend that. Um, it's not right, guys. She's for anyway. sure a better athlete than every collegiate woman. Yeah, but she believes she's a woman, and this is the issue that we're dealing with. That's in fine. She could go believe she wants a woman all she wants. I'm not going to argue that. It doesn't matter what I think. My point is, though, it's not fair to the other girls, and they're starting to sue. There's big lawsuits right now. Now, I think it's the governor. I forget what. I don't know if it's West Virginia. No, the, the attorney general. And what's happening right now is it's going back and forth. There's been injunctions and one and the other. So now it's going to go to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, of the United States, can make the decision. Whether or not it's fair. Why don't we just have a co-ed league? A co-ed and Well, I think that's what they want. I think that's what they want. So just like I, like I think that's what they're looking for. all of this, the best of the best will go against each other. Yeah, I so think it'll be all men. Yeah. Not, 
but no, 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 not no. necessarily no, no, bowling. No, 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 you could have another. No, what they, what they're, uh, no, you would have another transgender or whatever you want to call it. No, we should have a co-ed league, a, an intersex league, a league with no right, right, di- no, nothing against any diversity. Right, right. But you know, you know, so who, like, so like the. Uh, but you know who'll be like in the that original UFC? No weight classes. Yeah, but you know who's going to be in that? It'll be all. It'll be. It'll be a lot of people. Why would that girl go in there? Because she'll get her ass kicked by every guy. Because she, that one, she'll never or he. You're, you're will, now. You're now. You're assuming why she's in the that league. She never she, before he turned into a woman. He was, was a, getting his ass kicked. Okay, do you think that top five hundred swimmer in the, the only NCAA. reason Leah Thomas transitioned was I don't no. I'm not to saying be good that. At swimming. No, I'm not saying that. But I tell you what, I was watching uh, Babylon B, which is great, and they had a guy. Babylon B. This guy was a um, he rode motorcycles and he and he and he was a, a racer, raced motorcycles, and he sucked at it. He couldn't win one race. Then he said to himself, "I'm going to transition to a bicyclist, right?" So now he's got his motorcycle and he's in bicycle races and he's beating everybody. <laughs> and he's like, so now he's a bicyclist and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, he's really good." So you know, I mean, you could you could that's the it's kind of funny. It is kind of funny. <laughs> Babylon B is great, man. They are they are they are their satire is so on on spot. But my point is is that let's everybody. What about the right of the girls? Who work their ass off? I'm talking about the real girls, you know, with a breast and a vagina, and they and 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 and, and the DNA that goes backs it, you know, two uh, 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 X chromosomes, and they work and work and work, and then they they this guy walks in there and beats them. That's not right. That's not right. Yeah, I'm not saying it's right. They, I'm so not saying you got you got a two opposing. Yeah, but you you know this thing with equity. Yeah, okay. She, he, or she has the right. So does the other people. I gave my solution. I think we should have a co-ed league for right. a lot of sports. You're right. I don't think M- MA should it, it, be co-ed. Or it, it's going to go to the Supreme Court, and they're going to make a judgment. But you know, but here's one thing you could do is um, make it a co-ed league, but make it all like divisional based on times. But then yeah. you just have people cheating to get into the lower division so they could win. Listen, so you know what? You know how you know you still you still want to win the, no. the best division you can. No. You know so, how you end it? Like you know what I mean? Like qualifying times no. to get into this bracket, this bracket, this yeah, bracket. Yeah, but but real athletes and real people would know that the the person at the best league is the best person, which is all sports is about at the end of the day. Yeah. How about this? How about you know, if you're a biological woman, you go against biological. I think it, what's women's. wrong with the co-ed league? You don't like that concept? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they want to do it, do it. You know, but I could just tell you right now, like, because Katie but, Ledecky could beat so many D1 men. Uh, yeah, yeah, but that's the you D1 think? men won't go in there. But yeah, anyway, anyway. So I just, but this this she girl was, like, here ranked, right? She's this, about a, she's a, her her world record's about a minute off from the man male world yeah, record. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's still faster than oh, most. Oh my men. bad. You said Katie Ledecky would beat most. D1 men, I thought we were still talking about Leah Thomas. Oh, no, Leah Thomas is top 500 for uh, NCAA swimming. That's in, still in pretty ma- good. In men, yeah, it is. That's, no, that's, that's like, a D1 athlete. That's, yeah, not many people make it to that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not the point. The point is, is that, you know, you're, you're, you are you have Title Nine, and, and, you know, I think, I mean, you're going to have, here's what's going to happen. It's a law, it's going to be, a, it's a law thing now. It's being challenged. It's going to go to Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court is going to make a decision from a law standpoint. Does it infringe on people's rights? And is it, is it, is it um, uh, uh, you know, what do you want to say, constitutional? And Keep is going it, back to, like, it needs to be that way. No, why can't there just be the, the co-ed the, league? Here's the fun, but here's, if you boil it down, <laughs> go 30, let's, let's go to 30, the wide shot, 30,000 feet above, okay? Wow, nice camera work. Right, right. Here's Good the job. deal. Good here's show, the deal. Sir. The real question here, the real question here, it's not whether or not, it's here's the deal. 
everybody on both sides will say, oh, no, girls should swim against girls, boys should swim against boys, or men or women. What they're saying, their argument is, is that she, he, it's a he, that she is a she, because he says that. So that's, what was that? that was, so what I'm saying is, is that that's where the argument is. If you go ahead and, and have, you know, your breast removed and your penis removed, or you take hormones, or you just decide that, hey, I, I'm a woman, I'm not a man anymore. Are you really? Yeah, my, my co-ed league opts okay. out of this, so anyone that doesn't fit traditional standards would then right, right. So, so co- in the co-ed league. Right. My point is, though, is what do you believe? That's do you, no, do you, be- in, in that's the not the league. Yeah, I believe in the co-ed league. Okay, that's it. <laughs> that's, well, that's the answer. That's a good solution. <laughs> uh, you know, but I don't know if the I don't know if the transgender uh, uh, pol- uh, political side wants that. You know, they may not go for that. They can't go for everything, but that's a great solution. I like that. I like that. I think Sean may got a point there. But why'd anyway, you, then why'd you just argue against it for ten? <laughs> no, minutes? no, no, no. I didn't say that. I'm saying that that I, I don't. I, I don't think you know it's what? For the, for practical. The, if we get around to doing the new intro, this is a great angle for like like a quick second shot. Yeah. All right. What's next, guys? What do you have? What's What's next on the agenda here? Uh, I I, uh, I like doing the show with you guys. This is, <laughs> this is fun. We got a new table. Look at this. We're all Look happy. At this. <laughs> Look at this table. What, what, we'll, we'll get some more uh, camera moves. Get these cameras off the table. Throw some ch- yeah, I, don't know about, I don't know about this angle forever, but definitely for like a quick cut. In no, the, that's uh, cool. Intro, I yeah. like that, man. So what's next here? You got Lifeguard, Ninja Warrior. What's this? Yeah, all yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, got it. Do you know what Ninja Warrior is? Yeah, but explain to me what this whole thing is here. I, I'm just <laughs> reading here. This is part of this is part of my presentation, Catch. You oh, so you pre- so you go. Go ahead. I'm listening. Go ahead. You, you know go. what? So. Let's restart. Catch, you know what Ninja Warrior is? I know. I've heard of it. I don't know exactly okay. in, a, in what preference you're, you know, It's like a very, it. it's like a super extreme obstacle course um, where, you know, you jump and oh, you that. swing okay. and you climb. Yeah, 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 if yeah, you're yeah. curious, there is a men and women's division. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Is so there also a co-ed division? I don't think so yet. I get, there's got to be a transgender ninja by now. There has to have been. I, I will find out right yeah, now. Yeah, you want to do the research on that real quick? Uh, so yeah, no, we we were just uh, Sean stumbled across a man named Andy Friedman, who's a lifeguard in Ocean City, uh, Maryland. Correct? Yeah, Ocean City, Maryland, who is uh, heading to LA this week to compete in American Ninja Warrior. And then we started doing a little digging and found a couple other uh, lifeguards that also have competed in Ninja Warrior. So we thought it was kind of a cool story to share. Uh, yeah, this guy Andy, he actually appeared previously in ninja warrior in 2014 during season six and he in conjunction with that like he uh quit lifeguarding around that time and then this year this summer he restarted lifeguarding and is now competing in ninja warrior does he do any is is this is lifeguarding his summer job does he have anything else or is that his main job you don't know I uh, was not able to. No, know he was. An, he was an engineer. I forget okay. what. Engineer. You don't have. Yeah, you don't have any uh, photos of him or video of him, do you? He, we any actually chance? can pull up a video of uh, of his. Uh, what is it? Interview. Uh, his request to be on the show. Wow. So he was out of four hundred people. Uh, they, they, he is one of four hundred chosen out of a pool of seventy thousand. Yeah. Ooh. And he was in Damn it in gosh. nineteen. He was in it in two thousand fourteen. On an American Ninja Warrior 10, there is that, was... Is that the guy right there? No. No. There was Casey Rothschild, who is a passionate competitor, influencer, who... Um, 
is a bisexual woman. Oh, you found it. Okay, told you. I, I believe is trans also. Is, is a transgender bisexual woman who was on American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> That's confusing. Is she is she is she fluid? Is she fluid? I. What is her what is her what is her so uh, who pronouns? Does she like? What is her pronouns? Oh, they them they, she it. Likes. Them, they, See, them, it. To me, to me, bisexual <laughs> no, is, is a little problematic <laughs> because no, no, no. I want to hear this one. Watch out, you don't get yourself into a hole there, Professor. <laughs> yeah, problematic, watch problematic watch out, watch for you. you say, Ty. You, you know, watch yeah. out, your girlfriend's <laughs> listening to this. Is it problematic? Is it problematic for you? Yes, it is. No, th- seriously. In a world, in a world where um, <laughs> we're trying to be less exclusionary, uh, it's getting confusing ex- for a transsexual person to. You, to identify as bisexual mm. is exclusionary because you're indicating that there's only two types. You give that me a you headache. Like. You give me a headache. Do you think and the bisexual you're not thing? indicating which two? So therefore, you're also being exclusionary towards me. All right, good. Because I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Do you think the bisexual thing just uh, deals with genitals? Like just both sets are fine with? That's me? what I mean. Is it? How am I supposed to know? Like, find this guy. Like say, you? say you're this bisexual transgender, like. And I'm into you. I don't know. I think it's just about genitals. Like, I, I, or we could just start calling people omnisexual. That would be more inclusive. Inclusive, is what I'm saying. Why do you have to be inclusive, by the way? Why, why, why you have this those, goal? Those are the rules now. No, it's not. Those are the not rules now. Inclusive. Why do you have to be inclusive? <laughs> why? I think. I, why, think I, I love that. I love. No, I was just no, saying. All bullshit are, aside. All bullshit aside. Yeah. I think in a. In a general sense you know there, there's it's there's, really good to the, be inclusive. you know you know I, I'll, I'll tell you about all this I, I had a guy from nigeria patient about a month ago and we we're talking about you know and i said we we're talking a little bit because he watched the show is he actually. from nigeria yeah 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 he and he and he watched the show and he said to me he said something very interesting he said we we're talking about it. he goes oh yeah i watched the show and we and i said yeah i you know we we believe in equality of uh opportunity equality of opportunity he goes exactly he goes that's why i came to this country equality of opportunity, I want opportunity. Equality, not equity. And I said, and I said, well, what about equality of outcome, and which is equity? He goes, that's bullshit. He says, right off, he goes, it'll never happen. He goes, in my country, it's so corrupt. He goes, you know, and you can't. The, the government would have to be so big to have everybody, you know, uh, uh, equal like that. And uh, and this is what you have. You know, you have equity. You have right now. You have these uh, hires, these equity hires that are incompetent. You have basically lowering the standard to to get some goal. They did this in the 60s and se- they did this in the 70s. It's called affirmative action. Anyway, do you have it? Do you, He's getting but, it right now, guys. But, but my point is about all of this is that, you know, we're you're going down a dangerous road because it's getting very confusing. I mean, you have so many deaths, overdoses, so many suicides, and people are getting very confused and are losing touch with reality. Here's the bottom line with all of this, and, and, I, and I really mean this. You know, I, I listened to Peter... Uh, uh, Jordan Peterson, Jordan, right? Jordan I Peterson, and no, but but <laughs> no, but you know, he he. If you look at all these people, he says about ninety percent of these people who are really doubtful about their gender, they wind up accepting their their gender at about eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and that about eighty percent of those are turn on to be gay. You know, they're gay, and 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 so and that is interesting to me because if those people get you know on puberty blockers and, and get you know have surgery. That's permanent, and I was I'm surprised the gay community doesn't come out and say, "Listen." Yeah, but you're talking about this this problem like it's a black and white issue that eighty percent, so twenty percent. What right. does that mean? No, no, well, Where, no, five percent, ten percent. So ten percent need the surgery and let them get it. Twenty percent. Uh, well, no, well, yeah, but the other ones maybe something different. Whatever but it is. Also, hear me. That's out not on the point, though. The point is, is though that 
In other words, what I'm saying is, is that a lot of this... No, the point is, is you're talking black and white, and it's not a black and white problem. No, I'm not saying black and white. I'm talking about statistics. Think about it white. this way. This, this is a way that like, illustrates how, even despite statistics, these kind of things are really, one, really hard to talk about, and two, really hard to pin down. Yeah. Because... I have no real opinion. You, like, you got to look at these things kind of through like a cultural lens, too, where... If I feel like, if I'm a guy that feels really feminine, right, I like dolls, I like dresses, there's not a space in our culture for me to exist sure in. Sure there is. That's been around for years. That's bullshit. Not, not really, I'm, listen, I'm 65 years old. It's I've been seen around it. how? No, been no, around no, how? In jokes? No. In, no. in jokes? No, in movies? No, no. About listen, all the, I, got the, my, the I, got, I got a good Seriously? friend. No, listen, seriously, no, though. No. Do you no, I'm seriously. You, look, I'm seriously. Don't, you don't have these problems in a place like India where there is like a defined third gender that people can ascribe to. And it's more but oh, socially yeah, yeah. and And also, when they don't want their wives, they pour gasoline and burn well, them to but death. but we're not talking about that. <laughs> and they, and about, they have gang race, or they have, they have families oh, that would kill... Ta- but we're no, talking no, no. about something different. Listen, though. but they have other problems, too. My point is, is this. Listen, I'm not... So I'm, we. No, no. Well, the, the finest, you, what I'm saying is that one thing that's interesting I've seen in my life, the human condition, and say, you know, you have these trends, you have these things like mass, I don't say hysteria. You know, you had anorexia and bulimia, Back in the eighties, nineties, that doesn't exist anymore. This is going to have I mean, a, that still this, exists. This is yeah, but not to the level. This is going to phase out. People, I think a lot of this is is more complicated, like you said, with this just transgender. And I, I'm fine. I want everybody to be happy. Everybody to get what they need. But there's when you say black and white, it's not black and white. When you have a kid, when you have parents are being taken out of the mix here, and the kids making the decisions at fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, that's, a, not, di- right? that's we're a different part of the issue. No, but but but, but when you say but when you say about your feelings, like, listen, when you're eighteen years old. When you're old enough, whatever, that's fine. And when you talk about, it, I don't have. I've seen it. My friend, who's a good buddy of mine, I, I sail with him. I've known him for 20, 30 years. His his brother, you know, was, was miserable until he had sex change and all that. I don't know if he's still miserable, but you know, it ha- in Iran. I back. I'm, they've been doing sex changes for years because they don't. You know, they're they're Muslim. They don't believe in the being gay. So if you don't think you're a man, or if you think you're a woman, whatever, they'll, they'll do the sex change. That's fine. And I can tell you right now, in Colorado, you go back and look, 30 years ago in Colorado, there was a general surgeon. The whole town flourished over sex change. This guy was doing sex change 30 years ago. He's probably doing, I remember it was a what, 60 minutes. So it's nothing new. But what I'm... It's nothing talk, new. That's I'm my point. What I'm talking about... It's been there for years. What I'm talking about isn't sex change. What I'm not saying that this isn't an issue. Acceptance, yes. They used what to be... They used is, to, right, there acceptance. Is, there's no place for me to feel... Com- I mean, there, there are drag shows, shit like that, but like those... The people that choose drag seem to be a lot more happy you could, than the no, people that No, there is places. You wait to play, right now, you could be... generally the point I'm making. The right? secretary of... Uh, of uh, where Are you is talking it? about the bald person? That, with the yeah, what is, what, what I is he? I don't know. Why are you bringing this guy No, up? but you say there's no place. I mean, there's plenty of places. I mean, no, I, mean I know people in, in who, uh, you know, in, in the hospital or places I work. There are all, all kinds of crazy things. Are you... It's changing. Are, are you going to argue that up what? until 10 years ago in... The American, whatever, called the American zeitgeist, that it wasn't like the Mar- Mar- serious the American taboo culture. for me to leave my house as a as a full grown male with a beard wearing a dress and heels because I just thought they were pretty. What I do you mean taboo? I've seen it, I've seen it on at. the beach. I've seen it 10, 15 years ago. I, I go down and you probably of, made fun of that. No, person. I didn't. I told, no, I didn't. Or saw people no. make fun of that person. Yeah, I mean, for sure, people still make fun and of I'm people. Not, I'm not saying that that's not like my initial reaction when I see something like that. What I'm saying, though, is like 
that's like the cultural tradition that I, we all have. Right. What I'm saying is, I don't. I think it's bad. I mean, they used to they used to kill gay people, and they still do, maybe. And you know, in different countries, I mean, black people had it rough. I mean, they used to hang them. I mean, it, it go on and on. We're evolving, and human nature. The, people don't like different. You know, Listen, people. We're we're about. People, ten thousand years away from being genderless gray aliens, anyway. Well, maybe so, we could 10, be a, a blob. Ten thousand years away from using sticks and stones to try and make fire again. Right. Well, that's no, another thing. No, we're a lot closer to that <laughs> than we are to being gray aliens. Anyway, let's move on to the next thing. We could go down this rabbit hole. We got to go. We got to do on our show. What's What's next here? Oh, well, can you see this guy? Did you get a picture of him? Yeah, Friedman. I found his application video. Yeah, how do we end up talking about trans? Yeah, let's, I want to see this guy Friedman. So this guy Friedman, <laughs> no, he just went off on a tangent, but that's okay. Right, so jump, jump through the middle of this. Everybody, Friedman, I want to see Friedman. Can Andy I see? Friedman is a veteran lifeguard in Ocean City, Maryland, who got a picture of him. Just recently began working again as a lifeguard and is also a Ninja Warrior competitor. He's in his forty. He's forty-five years old. That and picture. Like I said, he's or like I wrote in. Is that him there? That's him. He's for one of four hundred people chosen. Wow. But yeah. Um, What's his shirt say? Young life. I think so. Young life tonight. I don't know what that means. Oh wow! Oh, he's doing so. Oh. So yeah, this is him training. So, you know, this is you know, shout out to the ocean rescue community. We stay the fittest. Let's see. We Ooh. train like a life depends on it. Yeah, I like how he said this all up. No special. You know, money. He just, he just, you know, drills some holes. That's I love this is, that. This is so an people engineer. on Spotify, you got to watch this guy. He's at his house. He's using his deck as a workout uh, station. Wow, that's pretty wild. A workout. Did you say he's using his desk or his deck? His deck, deck. his deck. Oh, okay. That's his deck. His deck. And his kids. Yeah, look at that. He's that's doing pretty pull-ups great. With, the, with his oh, kids. Oh, that's right so now. cute. I did some assisted pull-ups today. Good for you. About Twelve of them. That's good. It's pretty hard to pull up two hundred and thirty pounds. That's that's for sure. Well, that's nice. So, um, Ocean Ocean City. Can I tell you my Ocean City, Maryland story real quick? You want to hear it? So, uh, what do you got? Well, yeah, sure. We so, haven't stayed on topic for no. More so, than three Ocean City. I'm looking here. Well, thank. <laughs> listen, good for him. Good for him. I've been in Ocean City, Maryland, by the way. And um, so, I when I was doing when I was finishing my uh, you know uh, medical school, I, you have to go apply for residencies, right? And so you apply, you take tests, and I applied for. Um, uh, I think it's University of Kansas, you know, in, in, in Kansas City. No, it was Truman Medical Center. Excuse me, it was Truman Medical Center. You got to love this. Real quick story. This is not. A, this has to Maryland. Uh, so, uh, I, I make an interview in uh, in Philadelphia. They come and see you, and they look at your credentials and everything. Sorry, and sorry. they they uh, ask some questions, right? You know about uh, uh, what I do, and um, uh, so the guy goes, "Oh, I see." And they ask you some medical questions. And the guy goes. Uh, I see you're a lifeguard because, you know, you put it in, in your resume and everything. I go, yeah, I was, I was a lifeguard in Seaside Heights. You know, I still am actually, you know. So he goes, okay, I got a question for you. It goes like this. He goes, say you're sitting on your bench and you got a sandbar here, another sandbar here, and to your right there's a, there's a, a run and it's cranking out, you know. The, that, is that the verbiage you use? use? Just like that. And he goes, you got people on the run here, uh, on the bar, and, and, and the water's, you know, the, uh, the wind is blowing, you know, southeast this way. Which way would you, when you blow your whistle, which way you'd move the people? I'm like, well, move them to the left. He goes, okay. He goes, and he goes okay, thank you, that's it. And I'm like, uh, uh, can, I, can I ask you a question? He goes, yeah, why? He goes, what, you know, why are you asking about lifeguarding? He goes, well, I, I was in Ocean City, Maryland lifeguard. Mm. And in, in my summers, you know, now he's the director of 
Truman Medical Center, which was a hot ass residency. So I flew out. So no, I got I got in, I got I got uh, picked to be one of the people. You know, out of out of maybe you know a thousand people, whatever it was. You know, so I fly in, and you know you're going to get the residency if you're the first one who gets interviewed, right? So I was the first one. And I went in there, and they asked me like some stupid like, you know what what um you know uh, what day follows Monday, you know. <laughs> And I'm like, Tuesday, you know, it was, it was that simple. And that was it. And I had the, I knew I had the residency and I had it res, I had that residency. So, uh, so, uh, uh, I didn't take it though. A I rip didn't. current question. And what day is Tuesday? Well, I don't know. The sec- when I went out there, the second question was so like, you couldn't get it wrong. You know, some easy, like what if you, this is an infection or something. But my point is that's the ocean shitty Maryland, uh, 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 uh hookup. I didn't go there. And I tell you, the why reason- doesn't that lifeguard connection get us any job applications? Not going? yet. Well, you know, have to be there. That's I tell you what, you know, do you ask me why I didn't go to Truman Medical Center? Yeah, why did you go to Truman Medical well, ha- Center? Well, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. Is Harry S. Truman? <laughs> no, I drove, we flew, I flew in there, right? And you know how when the plane, you know, slows down, you, you, you're going in, like, say, Philly, you know, you see building after building. I just watched for, like, 20 minutes before we landed. Nothing but cornfields, 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 right? And then when, I went out, you know, went there, and the residents took me out, took us all out. There was a couple of us. And, and we went out. And you know what we did? They wanted to do. They wanted to go tip cows, not cows <laughs> over. That's what they do for fun. And uh, and then we met these girls. And and, and uh, you know, I mean, the Midwest girls are definitely. I've heard it's not even possible healthy. to tip a cow. I don't know, but the Midwest girls are healthy, if you know what I'm saying. And I could just. Ro- I, they're robust. They're robust. And I sat there, and I and I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to wind up going to my residency here, marrying one of these girls. You know, living on a farm. <laughs> Nowhere near the ocean. Nowhere near the ocean. I ran out of there. So I'm not, that's the reason why. I was like maybe, let me see, how old was I? You know, maybe close to, you know, 29, so, 28. I ran out of there so damn fast. So lifeguarding got you the job, but it's also what kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was no way. And I was going to be, I'm going to lifeguard. That's why I got, I got a, a, a residency in New Jersey in uh, near, you know, Philadelphia, JFK University Medical Center. And uh, I could come home on weekends and, 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 you know, work. So we're all such fiends for this I job. Know. But I had, that was it really, that Stand was between a, your toes. Yeah. I knew I'd be wind up, I'd be on a farm right now with some, you know, anyway, maybe it was, you know, I couldn't do it. So anyway, so, what uh, quick what, shout out to two other lifeguards that uh, have and are competing on American Ninja Warrior. We got Alex Bagoli. He made it all the way to the LA semifinals in season 13 and also competed in season 14 and placed 20th. He is a lifeguard and youth sports coach at the Mount Laurel YMCA in Jersey. So shout out to Alex and also David oh, Wright. Oh, wow, that's in our Mount Laurel. That's in my, yeah. David Wright, another lifeguard. Wow. Competed in seasons 11, 12, and 14 and placed as high as sixth place. Now, there's only like wow four or five people that have ever climbed to the top of Mount Midoriyami. So <coughs> it's pretty impressive to even make it as far as he did. Wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's great to hear about, you know, I mean, I tell you, lifeguarding, I think, um, gives you a, 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 a really overall uh, uh, health. You know, if you row, you swim, you paddleboard, you, you, you run on the sand. That's why, like Ava, you know, uh, she's, you know, granddaughter, she's playing basketball, and I want her to be on the beach this summer a lot because it, it, you cross train. It's a great, it's a great, you know, venue. I think, uh, like, I love it when we get these, a lot of these kids on our beach troller wrestlers. And then they come and they, they, they get better. They have to run distance and swim. Yeah, yeah. They, they really, they, I think it helps them. I think it helps them in there. Oh, absolutely. You know, when they go back to wrestling. 
I think it makes a big difference, you know? Especially the, when the, uh, the wrestlers have to start dieting while still working. Like, that extra edge of just tolerating pain and Yeah, it makes you tough. It makes you tough. It really does. I think it's a good thing. So what? Um, that's great. I, I think that there's probably a lot of other lifeguards doing a lot of uh, other things. I did a lot of triathlons when I was, uh, you know, back in the day. I did a sprint triathlon in Long Branch. And that was really interesting because you swim about 500 yards, and then you would uh, ride the bike, I think, 14 miles up to uh, Sandy Hook and back, and then it was a four-mile run. That's when the boardwalk was still there in Long Branch. It's gone now, you know. Cash, do you think uh, you could have done this in your prime, <laughs> Ninja Warrior? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I was pretty damn good, you know. You know who, like Joe and I, like Casino – I mean, we had this, this guys, you know, we had guys that we worked out in Lavalette, and then they went to Long, uh, uh, State Park. They were tough athletes. Some, you know, some were soccer players. I mean, they were just, they were Division One swimmers. You know, how, would, uh, how would you approach this event here? What is it oh, called, the know. pebbles? The st- the, the I stones? think the big thing here is you're going to slide. Your feet get wet and you slide, you know. All right, how about this one? How would you approach this one? Well, I'm not a pole voter. I mean, I would, I would have a hard time with that. <laughs> oh, man. He just grabbed it too low. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing is, a lot of these people are not athletes. No, they aren't, you what? know? I mean, What? No, they're not athletes. That guy? No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they don't look like athletes. So. If anyone knows what the most extreme challenge is, it's like the original Ninja Warrior that we're watching yeah. clips of. Yeah. Oh, the show. Yeah. Was, I used to watch this with my, with my brother, Matt. The show's it's incredible. so funny. You ever see the show Wipeout? It's like an NBC show. Yeah. Yeah. This is what they kind of like based it off yeah. of. It's like Ninja Warrior, but with goofballs. Uh. Mm. I uh, when I f- I remember we've had guys on the beach. They come in and you know I, I was they were like, oh, who's this guy Catchmore? You know, and so I go, all right, you know, and they were tough guys. They would come out of whatever these programs, football. A lot of them were football players, and so I do my famous run, swim, run, and you know I would uh, and I would so I would Al was the captain. And he would let me, I'd say, let me, let me do the workout. I'm going to take him. And we would do, we'd run, you know, the whole beach hard and then swim out, come in, swim, you know, run, swim. I'd do three or four of them. And uh, it would guys to be thrown up in a, in, a, in a garbage can, you know. <laughs> so, I mean, going on the beach is tough. You know, working out on the beach is tough. We had those, those wrestlers come down like, from Rutgers. Oh, yeah. And they worked out. They were like, whoa, whoa, man, this is tough. They did our workout, you know, so. Yeah, you guys think you're tough? Yeah, well. Do some we, sprints in the sand. Yeah. It's, it's not that easy. So what else you got? Is that it? The puppy? We got a quiz for you. Okay. Yeah, let's do it because we're getting close to uh, break time here. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Question number one. This insanely common human activity can be traced back as far as 40,000 years and is incredibly valuable as a food source and economic driver for countless coastal communities. A little bit of alliteration for you at the end. Uh, say that again. Give me that one. Goes back 40,000 years. This insanely common human activity can be traced back as far as 40,000 years and is incredibly valuable as a food source and economic driver for countless coastal communities. Well, I would, you know, first of all, I would say hunter gathering, so gathering, but in coastal, I would say clamming or fishing, or, you know, I'd say clamming probably, or, uh, uh, that would be, you know, I mean, in the coastal or fishing. But I don't know if they fished ding, back ding, then. Ding, 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 ding. You got it. Fishing. Yeah. Many now, wait, wait. Do you, co- do you consider clamming fishing? Yes. Why not? Well, what's up? No, a, I consider... I knew... Well, it's clamming fishing. A form of fishing, but I would not have qualified clamming as a correct answer. I want, I want the judges. Specific. I want the judges to check it. 
Sean. Sean. I'll let it slide. All Sean, right. let it Sean, slide. So, right. so clamming is, is, you put in the category of fishing? You got it. But so fishing yes. is not, okay, so what's Indeed, the next one? the okay. answer is fishing. Many early cultures around the world left records of people fishing. Tomb carvings and drawings on papyrus scrolls show Egyptians fishing and preparing fish to be eaten. The ancient Egyptians used woven nets, harpoons, and hooks to catch Nile perch, catfish, and eels. Ancient Greeks and Romans wrote about fishing, fishing and recorded images on vase paintings and mosaics. Ancient Macedonians used artificial flies to catch trout. In China, writings and painted images refer to fishing with silk line, a hook, and a bamboo rod. Early peoples in India caught fish using harpoons attached to long cords. The Mochi people of Peru painted images of fishing on their ceramic pots. And Native Americans along the Cali coast fished with hooks made from wood and bone and line tackle. Fishing rods can be traced back over 4,000 years. First made from six-foot-long bamboo. And um, what was that last one? Commercial fishing using gill nets can be traced back as far as 3,000 years to the Edo period in Japan. Right, so, you know, fishing, ding, ding, ding. if you look at the Bible, you know, especially the New Testament with Christ, all the, most of, a lot of the uh, apostles were fishermen. And, you know, in, 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 the, in the story, Matthew and John, they were, they were doing fishing, you know, and Christ would, you know, give them a big, uh, um, you know, they would catch a lot of fish. So fishing is, is, big, is big. In the United States, too, when you talk about fishing, fishing really made this country. If you look at New England, right? Uh, you know, a lot of the country, the, 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 uh, when you had the, you know, the Northeast was, was basically the United States, you had a lot of farming, you know, Carolina, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, New Jersey, New Jersey was the garden state. But what, what did you do? What would, what did people do up in Maine? You know, uh, uh, New Hampshire, Clam. Uh, Massachusetts, no, they fished. And one of the big things was cod. And if you look, there's statues there. That, and that does a couple things. You don't have to be tied to the land. And it also breeds a certain kind of individual. You know, it's very dangerous, too. But the fishing industry was huge. I mean, billions, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars over the years. And, uh, uh, you know, the swordfish industry, but the cod. People don't think about it. But this was just not, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it, there wasn't that many fishermen at this time before colonization. Right. You didn't have to be tied to the land. And uh, you could be pretty, uh, you know, fishermen could be pretty, what's the word I want to use? Uh, you know, outlandish and uh, uh, uncouth. But it was a big industry, you know, fishing in the Talk United like States. Talk like a sailor, right? What's that? Talk like a sailor. Right. Well, the other thing, too, is the whaling. People don't realize, you know, if you go look and really look at the whaling, we talk about these whales washing up. Whaling was a huge industry because most of your oil, most of your fuel for lights, for light was from whale, whale oil. Yeah. It's a huge industry. And people make millions of dollars in profit, and uh, especially up, you know, New England. And uh, so it's been, a, it, you know, fishing has been a big thing. So anyway, so fishing is, is all along. And, and, and it, there's a lot of, like I said, in the Bible, there's a lot of significance about fishermen and fishing. Hmm. So, okay, what's the next? So I got them, I got that one right. What's the next quiz? This 1,046-pound fish was caught off of the coast of New Jersey in 1986. It is by all accounts the largest fish of any species to have ever been caught in New Jersey. What kind of fish do you think? Say it, it again. What what was it? This 1,046-pound fish was caught off the NJ coast in 1986. It is the largest fish of any species to have been caught in New Jersey. What is it? I would say it was, it was a, white, a, a, a great white, but I'm just trying that's to think. A, what's that? It's a shark. For Oh, you said a fish. fish. So that's a shark is a fish. I'll, 
A shark uh, is a fish. A shark yeah. is a fish. What is, is that your it? answer? No, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a You're fish. Not, you don't get to walk this one. No, back. no, no, yeah, no. no. Let me a, let me just think. Claim. A thousand pounds. Let me just think. What what would be people fishing for? Because yeah. they didn't really fish for sharks back in the day. Well, How they did. Do you think they a did. Great white shark is. No, I mean it could be. I mean, I'm thinking about a mako shark because they used to they used to go. But I don't know if they got that big mako. What would be that big? You know, in uh, stripers, I don't think they would get that big. The only thing I could think would be a shark that gets that big. A dolphin, you're not going to catch them. A whale, maybe some kind of whale. A what, thousand what? pounds is a very light great white, by the way. Oh, well, so I, I would say they used to fish for uh, um, uh, um, makos. They used to call mako um, uh, uh, Jersey uh, swordfish. So Jersey swordfish, swordfish is very good. So it might have been a swordfish, but I don't think they catch that around here. But they swordfish, they they would they would call Jersey mako, I mean Jersey swordfish, and they would substitute it. I, don't right. know. I would say I would say some kind of shark, but you, you didn't know. get that one, Cash. All right, what is it? It's a marlin, in New Jersey. Yeah, 1986. Yeah, I didn't know marlins came up this. You know, I wouldn't even think that. That I would. I, you know, that makes sense, but I didn't know marlins came up this far. That's pretty interesting. It was caught in the Hudson Canyon, the largest submarine canyon on the U.S. Atlantic coast, and is one of the largest in the world. It's 100 miles out. What was the question again? In New Jersey coast? Just beat me to that. I don't know if that's New Jersey. That's yeah, but that's a thousand. It's 100 miles Hudson, out. Hudson, New York. That's about New Jersey. Uh, Hudson County is 100 miles out. I fished out there. Mm. It's see the thing is, if you go the the continental shelf ends at 200 miles, but you have these canyons that cut in. You know, like think about it. You have it's a big drop off. But you got little cracks that come in. It comes in about 100 miles. Do you know how wide Hudson Canyon is? Mm. And how deep? No. But it, I know it's, the Hudson County is a big one. Uh, you know, I, how deep? I, I would say 1,000 foot, you know, if I have to think, 1,200 feet. Might go deeper. Because once you get off the continental shelf, you're going into thousands of feet. And uh, so this cracks, cuts in. I don't know how wide, you know, maybe maybe at its widest, a couple, you know, maybe four or five miles. I don't know. You're, at, you're you know, you're not you're, bad. What's that? Am I close? It's not terrible. Uh, seven miles wide and two and a half miles deep. Oh, I didn't know it was that. It's deep. a lot deeper than you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to go. We used to go out. Um, uh, you know, all around out that way, and um, uh, in the mud hole. The place that we used to go to, my dad was called the mud hole, and I don't know. That wasn't that far out, but that was a great fishing spot. You know. And there's, there's, you got these places, like if you go off in New Jersey, just off at Barnegat Inlet, and you go out 14 miles, there's a place called Barnegat Ridge. So as you go out there, the water gets deeper and deeper, and you get about, when you're about 10 miles out, 11 miles out, it's about 80 foot deep, 80 foot deep. And then you hit this plateau where all of a sudden the, the, water, the, the, the water gets shallow or the land comes up, and it's about 50 feet. Mm. And that, that, so it's like a kind of, you know, I don't always say plateau. And that causes a lot of fish to congregate because, you know, they have to come up and there's an upswell and you get a ton of fish out there. And, uh, you know, it gives them protection, I guess, from the currents. So that's a pretty neat place. All right, Cash, last question. Last one. These fish can live in both fresh and salt water. They they are often called rockfish or stripers because of the seven or eight horizontal stripes on each side of their body. What fish is this? That's a, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, We call them stripers. They're, uh, they're, uh, uh, just need uh, another name besides stripers. Uh, because we gave you that one. No, yeah, well, that's an easy one. Well, it's not when you. Uh, I'm trying to think what else name they call them. Rock. Well, I tell you what, rockfish too. That word is used for uh, blackfish too. We, used to, you know, <laughs> no, no. There, there's you, you catch. I catch sea bass, blackfish, and uh, stripers. 
you know. Uh, so it's a, it's a striped bass, right? Well, there's also you knew it. there's also sea bass. Well, I just to, I though. caught I caught thousands of if, those. This things. might be the first quiz you failed that I can remember. No, I got that right. Yeah, it's a sea bass. That one. Well, uh, sea bass. There's there's stripers and there's sea bass. That's not a sea bass. But Al, that, Al McReynolds caught this fish. He was a Atlantic City lifeguard. Actually, it took him about an hour and forty minutes. At one point, to it was reel it in. Yeah. Mm. At one point, it was the largest striped bass caught by how a big, fisherman. How big? It's a good question. Um, how, how, weight, how much weight did it? How, 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 I think it was 70 pounds. Yeah, the, the biggest one I, I used to catch was be, to be in the, in the 40-pound range. In the, in the spring, when there's bunker coming in, you live line the bunker, and you catch big, big, we call them, you know, big cows, and uh, they're huge. You need to open up your uh, tuna door. So that's good. That's good. I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think of marlin because I didn't think a marlin would be around this area. The fisherman actually wasn't trying to catch marlin. There was a storm that I guess dragged the marlin oh, in. Oh, I tell you, what's another big fish that uh, that that are around storm? here? Yeah, For him. Isn't that what but they were catching? no, that you know what happens? No, you know what happens? You know what happens? I'll tell you what happens. And I've seen it, and the Gulf Stream is about uh, maybe two hundred miles out. I don't know how far the Gulf Stream is. So the Gulf Stream comes up. Right from Florida, mm. and if you go out there, the water is warm and crystal clear. So what happens once in a while, as the as the Gulf Stream goes from the south to the north, it forms these eddies. So it's like little you know round things, and they sometimes come to shore. And you got I remember Doug Paris will will attest to this. You know he's one of our lifeguards. I went out fishing that day, and the water, you know, was unbelievable. I could see. It was like 30 foot of water. I could see the hook going down, the fish coming around the water. I've never seen the water so clean. And it was an eddy, a, a warm water eddy from the Gulf Stream. The water was absolutely just ridiculously warm. And it was the next day too. You, we were like unbelievable. We never saw anything like it in our lives. And But I, when I go down to Florida, you know, you'll go out and it's only a few miles. You'll, you could see the, the divide, you know, where the water changes and you, that water is so clean. So I probably happened in that, what year was it? 1986. Yeah, I don't remember, but I remember in the 90s, early 90s, I've seen the eddies come in, and, and the water's crystal clear. So that, and that brings together with the fish. You'll see a lot of uh, sunfish. You'll see, you know, a lot of uh, 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 bluefin uh, tuna, you know, and even even a yellowfin tuna because they come in with the warm water in the bait. So that's pretty interesting. That's probably what happened there. So anyway, that was that was good. That was good. Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. Version 2.0. Guys, yeah, two yeah. point oh point one. All right, well, listen, that's good. I want to get out of here. Uh, it's getting late. I have to hit the road. Yeah, I'm about and literally about to piss my pants. Right. All right. So, listen. Uh, there's our nice view. Want to say goodbye <laughs> to everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> good job today, goodbye, everybody. everybody. This is and a group effort. Yeah, it looks good. So Viewers you want included. You want to? Uh, so let's get a little. Uh, anything you want to say about uh, people Follow should be us, looking like for us? us? Subscribe us. Share us. Tell your friends. Turn on notifications. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. We're the number one oh, how about lifeguard it? video Sa podcast in the country, Sa possibly in the world. Let's e go. Exactly. Email And email us at drkatchmar at icloud.com. Please email us if you want to talk to us to get on the show. So it's drkatchmar, K-A-C-H-M-A-R, at icloud.com. And give us, a, uh, give us an email. All right? Or lifeguardsofduty at gmail.com. Stay out. Stay, stay alive. alive. Woo!